0: Hello from Los Angeles and welcome to this week's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. My name is Michael Benner. It's 1 o'clock in the West, 4 o'clock in the East, 21 Hours Universal. Today is Sunday, December 16, and this is actually our last webinar and podcast for the year 2012. We'll take two weeks off and return early next month our regular Sunday afternoon schedule, both for the free forum and for the premium training that follows at 1.30. Hey, thanks a lot for being with us. Hopefully, you're here with us today live and are able to participate. You can leave a text message at any time on the webpage in front of you. If you're listening by telephone, you can raise your hand and be acknowledged by uh, pressing star 2. On the touch tone pad. I'll unmute you and bring you online if we have time. We find that about 95% of our listeners all around the world are listening by replay, however. So we don't often get comments or telephone calls, but we're able to. That's why we're live. This free forum then is podcast and available streaming on our website theagelesswisdom.com and you can download it from that built-in player as an mp3 to your computer. Pretty much the same story for those of you who enroll for the premium training that begins at 1:30 on Sunday afternoon Pacific time, 4:30 in the East. That too is available as a replay on demand and can be heard streaming and Downloaded to your computer as an MP3, which we highly recommend you do. Then you don't have to bother keeping track of the URL link and the password and all of that. Just download it onto your computer, put it in your music organizer, iTunes, or whatever, treat it like one long MP3 song, and you can then move it over to your smartphone, your iPod, your iPad, your mp3 player of choice and uh, collect all of the programs that way. Today we're going to talk about the vicious cycle of fear and violence. Of course, I'm called to this because of the horror of what happened on Friday morning in Newtown, Connecticut. It's so unspeakable. These things are tragic enough. We remember what it was like when his shooter came into the movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, dressed up like the Joker. We remember the tragedy at the Sikh temple just a couple of weeks later. And you say, my God, it's so senseless and so random, a movie theater, a temple, shooting people for no apparent religious reason, indeed for no reason at all. But just seemed somehow more tragic that it would happen in a place of worship. And then little kids. I mean, the college shootings are tragic enough, but there was just something even more heartbreaking and unfathomable about little children in a school K through four grade that, um, and in one case, A child shot 11 times, a single child, with one of these assault rifles, the automatic weapons, that are available now at Walmart. Um, Most guns are sold by one manufacturer called the Freedom Group, a rather Orwellian name for a conglomerate that in the last couple of decades has bought up pretty much every gun and ammo manufacturer in the United States, and 15% of their sales, which this year will be between $800 million and $900 million in weapons and ammunition, about 15% of their sales uh, goes out through Walmart stores. So it's like uh, you, you go to the store, you pick up... Uh, a package of socks and a six pack of beer, and oh, an assault rifle and a hundred rounds of ammunition, as long as I'm here at Walmart. There's something very wrong with that. And this is really not the place or the time to do a program about gun control, but I think there are a number of factors involved. I, I think certainly the need for some sort of sensible, Responsible legislation is obvious at this point. I'm also concerned about the prevalence of violence in this American culture, which is not easily managed. Uh, There's a lot of denial about America being as violent as it really is domestically. And in terms of our foreign policy, too, we currently have combat troops in over 130 nations. There's something very wrong with that. I'm also concerned about the prevalence and popularity of first-person shooter video games. And again, I'm, I'm not suggesting that these things be outlawed, but I'm asking anybody that loves them, why? Ask yourself, why? What kind of power are you really looking for? And is this not a dangerous shortcut to basically an addiction to brain chemistry, to adrenaline, to dopamine, to norepinephrine, to all of these morphine-like compounds that are generated by the brain when you get excited. And of course, we're mostly unconscious. The subconscious or unconscious mind is 90 to 98% of who we are. And that mind does not distinguish between real and imagined It is the imagination and it perceives reality through the physical senses in exactly the same way that it perceives or receives information that is dreamed up or watched on a video screen, TV or computer screen or what have you. And so the vast majority of what we call a brain is the subconscious mind And it is receptive to these images and responding as if it's actually happening. And this creates a physical addiction, a very real addiction to video games, which again, I'm not prepared to say we should ban, but I'm calling for those who love this stuff to ask themselves, why? And is this something you want your little brother and your sister and that kid down the street? to have access to. Maybe it'd be better if you went outside and played baseball or rode your skateboard or shot some hoops or something rather than uh, Grand Theft Auto or um, Mortal Kombat or whatever. And finally, I'm also concerned about the well-documented and horrific side effects of antidepressant drugs. This is the most insidious part of America's violence and these massacres and it is suppressed by the media you'll hear no discussion of it because so much money is spent sponsoring news programs and media in general by large pharmaceuticals companies that make enormous profits selling these largely ineffective and very dangerous drugs they're not safe and they're not effective and Those of you who may be depressed or sad and considering going on some sort of antidepressant, uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitor, SSRI, or or what have you, you need to read the side effects. One of the first side effects of an antidepressant is depression. Right after that, suicidal thoughts. And then the anger of, I'm going to kill myself and take a lot of people with me. And... People don't seem to go beyond the cause and effect link of, well, they're depressed and they committed the suicide, murder, and obviously they're on medication for their depression. But we don't daisy chain that back, cause, effect, cause, effect, cause, effect, to consider that maybe it's the side effect of these drugs that's in many cases leading to this kind of behavior. And finally, I understand that the shooter's mother was fascinated by guns. She knew her son had mental health problems, and yet she kept guns in her house. And I'm sure she'd take it back now if she could, because she was killed also along with these many, many children. I'm less interested in finding fault and pointing fingers at individuals In ranting and raving, something's got to be done. I, I do think we need to isolate some of these factors, as I've done, generate some conversation. But my purpose as a teacher of personal and spiritual development really is to raise the question of what is going on in terms of the fear that is at the root of this behavior. To examine the nature of fear, which, as I said in this week's newsletter, is at the root of all evil, just as it is impossible to hate hatred, (laughs) that's a little paradox that most people have never really considered. You cannot hate people who hate, then you hate yourself, and it's just a vicious cycle crazy paradox, hating hatred. In the same way, you cannot fear evil, for evil is fear. Now, that's a bit of a conundrum. I know it's a paradox. I know it might make your brain hurt a little bit the first time you consider that. I cannot fear evil, because evil is fear. In the same way, I can't hate hatred. It's like a house of mirrors. It conflates cause and effect and doubles back on itself, rebounds on itself. Just as somebody who says, well, I have a gun because I hate violence and I'm going to protect myself from violence with a gun. Well, the irony, of course, is you become violent even if you rationalize it by saying, yeah, but I did it in self-defense. Nevertheless, you are causing violence, contributing to violence and trying to fight fire with fire again, like trying to fight hatred with hatred or violence with violence. It's just absurd. You cannot stop war with war. War has never stopped war. There is no way to peace. Peace is the way. And there is no violent way to be safe. You have to just be safe and peaceful and intelligent and compassionate and loving and find ways to avoid violent situations whenever possible. And one of the reason this is so tragic is that these kids cannot be held responsible in any way at all. Then you have the responsibility of the parents. This, again, makes this such a tragic situation because what could they have done We do have these reactionary gun freaks on the right that are saying now, as they did in the Colorado shooting, if only everybody had a gun. I remember in the 1970s when Archie Bunker took this position on All in the Family and America thought it was hilarious. It was absurdly ridiculous 40 years ago when Archie Bunker wanted everybody to have a gun and yet... Now we have an attempt to create some sort of legitimacy around such a ridiculous and absurd concept. And so I said to somebody right after the shooting on Friday, I said, I expect by this evening Sean Hannity on Fox News will be telling us that if only these children had been armed, they could have saved their lives. Well, sure enough, they didn't go quite that far but they did say if only the teachers had been armed. And indeed, the Michigan legislature only hours earlier passed a law that in the state of Michigan will allow people to bring guns legally into schoolrooms. This is insane. This is certifiably insane. This idea that a gun protects you. You're not Annie Oakley, you're not Wild Bill Hickok. You cannot use a gun to shoot bullets out of the air. You cannot shield yourself with a gun. All you can do is shoot first. And anybody who knows guns and weapons, and I was raised to run guns. I was in the NRA when I was 12 years old. I've not fired a gun since I was 18 and uh, have no intention of doing it again. But many people are afraid to say, I am unarmed. They're afraid to say that I possess no weapons, although the people who are even more afraid are the people who have the weapons. And yet they're in incredible denial. If you challenge a gun owner, whether they own one gun, whether it could be a hunting rifle, a shotgun, a pistol, uh, or a whole hoard or cache of weapons, it doesn't much matter. If you challenge them and ask them to get rid of their guns, they get very frightened. If you say, You seem frightened, is that why you have guns? they'll get very angry in most cases. And that anger, of course, and denial is a cover for the fact that they're terrified. They want guns because they're afraid. And so at the root of all violence, And everything that is evil is fear. And I think that's what we have to talk about. The vicious cycle of fear leading to violence, which creates more fear and more violence. The rate of gun sales in the last four years, even, has skyrocketed. Again, we're talking about a billion-dollar industry. Imagine A million dollars, a thousand times over, one billion, be like boy, a billion dollar a year industry in the United States, which clearly outstrips every other nation in the world in the number of homicides and gun fatalities, uh, the number of weapons that we own, although there are other nations that have a lot of weapons a lot of guns, like Canada, or there are some nations in Scandinavia where gun ownership is required, but they don't have anything like the murder rate that the United States has. There is something about this nation, it's just incredibly violent culture. And although we are a culture of many cultures blended together, it is... Nevertheless, a new, young culture made up of many other cultures and whatever you can say about the American culture and so-called American exceptionalism that is good and redeeming and beautiful, wonderful, our entrepreneurship, our ability to innovate, our passion for freedom This gun violence is absolutely insane, and we need to call out our friends without being afraid they're going to shoot us. What they need is the same thing a child needs after a bad nightmare, which is to be comforted and told that everything is okay. Steal their ammunition. Their guns are no good without ammunition. Get rid of their ammo. If you're a wife, talk to your husband. If you're a son or a daughter, talk to your parents. If it's your kids that have the guns, sit them down and educate them. Do whatever you can to reason with them. But I would say less on a mental level. That certainly has to be part of it, to be reasonable and rational and show them the statistics. A gun purchased for self-defense is six times more likely to be used against you offensively. Criminals steal those guns. The statistics speak for themselves. So in educating people have to appeal to their common sense and their intellect, but more importantly, I'm saying, to their fear. You have to calm them. You have to comfort them. You have to help them not be afraid and find the power that they're looking for inside of them. People who love guns are people looking for power. Not to generalize or say there's anything wrong with big giant trucks. I don't want to ban those either. But, or the passion I mentioned earlier for shooter video games. But these are people, we can say generally anyway, this is a generalization. People that don't know their own power, that do not know the power of love. They may at times demonstrate kindness, but that doesn't mean they understand the true power of kindness and humility and dignity and and respect. And so this is more than emotional intelligence I'm calling for. It's really a deep, profound, spiritual understanding. And I hope you can join us for the premium training that begins in about seven minutes. You can enroll right now or in the break in between these two programs at our main website, theagelesswisdom.com. The T-H-E is part of it, so after the W's, theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and premium training, and with your bank card, your ATM credit debit card, you can enroll for a single class for a couple of bucks and Get a nice discount if you enroll for a 13-week quarter or a full year. In fact, those who enroll for a full year between now and the end of the year, I have a nice DVD sampler I'm going to mail to you. So that's an extra little free bonus for those who enroll in the Ageless Wisdom Premium training for a full year. I'll send you this DVD sampler It's uh, about an hour long with some great video uh, that I've done on different TV shows, and my TED Talk is on there, and I think you'll like it a lot. So theagelesswisdom.com, click on Premium Training, get enrolled. The thank you page and the confirming email you'll receive immediately will have the URL and the password you need to join us about five minutes from now. I don't have time for a meditation, but I hope you will do that. And again, forgive us. We're going to take a couple of weeks off uh, the holidays and come back in uh, January of 2013, uh, three weeks from today. I I don't know the date offhand, but uh, right after New Year's. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Hug your kids. I really respect you if you're a parent. I have no children of my own. And I think it's one of the bravest things anybody can do is to be a parent. And I love you for that and respect you for that. And very much appreciate you being here today and many times this year. Uh, Have the merriest of Christmases, Hanukkah, whatever holiday, Ramadan you may be celebrating, Solstice, Kwanzaa, New Year's. Enjoy yourself, your family. Be gentle, love life, and Above all, take care of each other. Namaste, Aloha. This is Michael Benner, salon from LA.